Thank you for joining Fret Sisters Presents Between Frets, a space where female musicians who play string instruments meet and discuss all things music. I'm your host, Jenny Jam, and this is actually a special episode that we do every so often. It's called Fret Tea Talk, and it's a roundtable with the founders. Today, we have all four of the founders, and we um, decided to all get together because we wanted to talk about uh episode or actually a special um film that just came out on netflix of course everybody knows what we'll probably talk about but let me introduce the uh founders that are with me okay we have lacole rose hello hello Say hello. hey and we have karen smith hello there and uh shorn shorny shorn marshall Hey, how you doing? Hey, what's good? <laughs> All right. So, yeah, this is just like a last minute thing. We're like talking about Homecoming, Beyonce's um, film on Netflix, um, which is basically talks um, or shows her Coachella performance, as well as some behind the scenes and commentary from Beyonce herself. Um, so it's a big thing. Everybody's talking about it. So why not? Right. So um, so our homework this week was to to watch it and uh, and and talk about it. I saw it a couple days ago and I was watching it. I had I was changing my guitar strings, setting up my laptop, drinking a beer and watching it. So that was how I kind of like got into it. So what about you guys? Well, I, I, came, I came in I came in from the studio and um, <laughs> last night I watched it. A very good documentary. I uh, applaud her that uh, for her competitive zeal, her career. Uh, she's amazing. And once we get into the topic, I'll uh, elaborate more on the commentary. Mm-hmm. I know, Sean, you saw it. Yeah, I saw it when it first came out and it gave me life. <laughs> it gave you all right. It gave me life. I was in there, you know, on my day off, just, you know, just watching it. And I was in here just watching the whole performance and everything. And I was like, and then she was talking about the diet thing. I'm like, really? Yeah. yeah. If I could do the same diet as she was, I would have been skinny as her. I don't know. You know, when she talked about that diet, you know, she mentioned, like, she didn't get too much into it, which... I felt like I wish she would have gotten a little bit more mm-hmm. into it. Um, she could sell stuff if she wanted to, like. <laughs> but I, I feel like I feel like I was like really like you. She had nothing, like next to nothing. She was like I was I was pretty much starving myself, and I'm thinking mm-hmm. that's not really a good thing. Right. <laughs> like, she pretty yeah. much like was, she pretty much was raw vegan. Like for the past yeah. few years now, she's been, you know, promoting being vegan. But on this thing, it looks like she went raw vegan. Which yeah. is pretty much fruits and vegetables and nuts, and you don't cook anything. That's right. pretty much all that is. Right. And That's plus, rough. And plus, she was working yeah, what out. Yeah, was that rabbit food? No. Well, remember, she was also working out, heavy working. Yes, out. she was for hours and dancing and and you know uh, with her children. And she said she was hungry. She was literally just eating raw food for I guess months in yeah, order to yeah. lose all mm. the weight and to get the strength back. In her, you know, yeah. to do the uh, choreography and the, da- you know, the dancing. Mm-hmm. So uh, yeah. that was grueling. I don't think that that's something she would have to sell because there's plenty of diets on the market like that. Yeah. But it's not a healthy one. She was doing it for that, that purpose, uh, because it was fast. But uh, to to eat like that and you know and not have uh, any nutrition 
remember she's a a star she has um help she yeah. has a dietitian she has people to cook for her clean for her so that's different from the everyday person but and then she has a gym and she has a a trainer so that helps but no she's right she was starving she said she was starving but but the thing is like i said i was vegan for a while and i did the raw vegan for a while and i was like skinny that was like six years ago the thing is mm-hmm. it is sustainable but for her when you're eating like that and you're working out how she is of course it's not because she's burning that off in 30 minutes yeah, yeah. because mm-hmm. i i would think i would think um I would think that if you're vigorously exercising or with her, it was dance routines and everything, like you're burning a lot of calories. So you do want to eat like the protein and the like, well, I don't know, like raw vegan, what you would compare like meat, like meat would be your protein, you know, and stuff like that. But what, you know, was she eating? um, what is it? Uh, cashews or something like? Don't they have? Yeah, isn't yeah. that you still high get in your protein? protein? You still get your protein. Like you get your chickpeas, you get your kale. Like you still get your protein. You mix your nuts yeah. in and all that. So you right. still get your amount of protein with the raw vegan diet. People live. It's very sustainable. It's just sure. If you're working out for three or four hours and you're dancing for another ten hours. Sure. <laughs> you're gonna burn it off like. Hell yeah, well, with, all that, with all that stuff, I might as well just make it as a smoothie because eating it all, all the time, I feel like I'm a rabbit. I might as well have something, you know, eating grass or something and just have it stir fried or something because I can't handle that. I might as well make that well, a smoothie. Yeah, well, remember, they, you know, I'm vegetarian and I was vegan for a little while, but uh, I have a protein shake that are vegan. And so she can have the shakes. I think that eating the fruit, you know, you want to chew. So she was eating apples and uh, fruits. You can do it, but um, she was she was hungry because of the workout was so yeah the intense. workout it was mm-hmm. so intense. So you you know and then you you know you're losing muscle. So to to maintain muscle mass, you do need protein. But she mm-hmm. she did it. I mean you know I applaud her. Uh, she's she she really did an amazing job with being a mom and I wanted to kind of segue to that because not only she's working and she's the CEO of everything and she's having meetings and she's dancing she has to take care of her three children Mm -hmm. yeah you know know, speak no go on I'm sorry I didn't mean to interrupt no no I'm just saying that you know she has to take breaks to hug and be with her children and they're Mm -hmm. young you know and and that's another thing watching this thing I didn't realize I didn't realize that she Sorry, I gotta tell my dog to shut up. <laughs> um, I didn't oh, no. realize that. I didn't realize that she just gave birth. Like, like it, it didn't dawn on me that okay, last the Coachella that she that she canceled. She was pregnant. I remember that when mm-hmm. she was supposed to do Coachella, but she was pregnant, and um, and it canceled. And then I didn't realize that that's the year she gave birth. That she decided that she was going to be doing it next year and she was that's when they were doing the planning like right after she gave birth right like i didn't realize all that like and then i was like oh she had twins like so many celebrities are having babies that i'm i'm kind of losing like who's you know who has what you know like who gave birth to a girl or a boy or twins and i forgot that she had twins yeah right like like, as soon as as she had the twins she went to his rehearsal so this rehearsal what she said was like eight or nine months so the twins are steadily growing and right. she's and she's at the studio for 10, 12 hours a day. Yeah. She's really not seeing them grow, you know? 
So that's yeah. the dedication that I'm talking about. Sure. She's saying before she had the twins, she would work 15 hours a day and she can't do that anymore. But right. judging by this documentary, maybe she worked 14 instead of 15 because she worked her tail off. You can't tell, you know. Mm-hmm. <laughs> sure. Yeah. I mean, she, I think like I even, like after watching this or even before watching this, um, you know, where everybody was talking about it, I was like, oh, I'm getting curious. So I went in, you know, and did some research. And I mean, it was like six month, six month, um, pretty much training and planning. Mm-hmm. And even like, I think the musicians, or the people that who she selected or the you know whoever was you know the 200 you know performers that were on stage with her like i think they came in the end of the year so what was coachella was 2018 her performance so 2017 i think that's yeah that's, that's where everyone yeah yeah she gathered everyone yeah. i think like towards the end of that year and then they were pretty much rehearsals until coachella which actually is not is not a um, uncommon thing because I'm, when I toured with Salt and Pepper back in the day, we did three months. You know, we 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 not performed. We um, rehearsed for three months, and a lot of this stuff was um, also included with the music video that we were involved in. It had a lot of choreography. Um, but yeah, I mean, we we did three months. But I mean, of, of course, our show wasn't you know like Coachella. Her Coachella too was what two out in the two hour show. I was. It was a two yeah. hour show. Yeah, yeah, it was two hours. Yeah. So you know, and my I thing mean, is, I think she said they she scouted. So she said for four months it was just the vocals, the background vocals in the band. And then another four months she had to go to a different side of the sound stage. Then she worked with the dancers. You know what I mean? So it was a total of eight to nine months, and maybe you know. But the thing is for this performance, she still had to scout out all these HB, HBCUs and pull the bands together. She said she had yep. a band and mm-hmm. every dancer, every costume, every piece. Yes. So this, this maybe was a full year when she was pregnant. She may have been picking out people. You know? Yep. Yeah. Yep. Remember, she she has a team. However, yep. she micromanages with that team because she has to know every breath, every yep. step, every dance, mm-hmm. every note. She is, you know, on top of that she, everything goes through her, and uh, and that's a lot when she's you know and she and and she's a mother yes, but she's not a twenty year old mother, so right. she's older, and and not that that's a bad thing at all. It's just that she has a child. I think her her daughter, their daughter Ivy, Blue Ivy. I think her daughter. What is she about seven? Yeah, yeah, yeah. About seven years old. All right, young, still a young, young, young girl, and then she has the twins, and she's performing. That's a lot. I commend her. Um, yes. You know, uh, to, to have two babies. I mean, not just one, but two twins. Mm-hmm. And then to jump back on the stage within a year, get your body mm-hmm. in shape and micromanage so many different departments. It's just amazing. She's phenomenal. Yeah. Oh, yeah, definitely. Um, you know, and I was um, just what you said, LaCole, about um, how she, you know, was scouting you know different like the different parts of I guess the performers that were on stage so they she had the regular female band and then but then she had like the horn section the drum line the dancers the singers you know all that um I was reading who was um my whole thing when I when I saw this um I'm sorry I'm jumping all over but um but when I first saw I didn't see much of the Coachella performance you know when it was 
when it happened. I just saw like bits and pieces of it, but I was like, you know, I was like, this is def- definitely different from a regular Beyonce show that you know concert that she had before with her female band and stuff. So yes. I'm like, and the arrangements were a lot different. Now she had a different musical director back, you know, before that, you know, with the female band when she did, you know, the big concerts then. But I was like, there's a, it's just a different musical director because the music, the arrangements were killer. Like yes. I'm like, yes. oh my God. they were tight. Oh my so God. I was trying to look for who she, who was a musical director. I I found out that it wasn't the same one. It's I'm not sure who her. It was a female. But she, the musical director before, does the Black Girls Rock at, for BET and Beverly Bond. Okay. So it wasn't her that that did Beyonce's, you know, musical director for the for this Coachella. It was some guy. But then I also looked recently because the person, the person that was involved with the drumline, who puts it, who was hired by Beyonce to put the drumline together was a person that put the drumline together for the movie for um Nick Cannon's movie yeah oh, really yeah. and stuff yeah and then okay. and then he took he took that drumline and that drumline is all you know the, the university black universities yeah. you know the, the guys from there yeah and so um so he took that on the road and then that was like it became his thing you know people were hiring him for that so mm-hmm. this you know this is the same guy that put that put that drum line together at, for the movie drum line and all that did the Beyonce thing, you know, was the person that, you know, he pretty much used most of his people for the drum line part of it. Mm-hmm. So, but I don't know if he was, who was, who was the one that did those arrangements? You know, I like know. there's, there's one person, there has to be one person that actually wrote those arrangements and then like gave sheet music to like all yeah, like the, definitely. you know, the violinists and the, you know, the drumline part, you know, because she had like, she said that she had like different sections, different departments in mm-hmm. that performance. So, so there was, you know, it's just like a company, you know, you have your sure. drumline, you have mm-hmm. your choreography department, you have right. your singer department, you have yeah. your, your string department, mm-hmm. you know, and blah, you know, so on and so on. See, that's, and, um, and this right here, sorry to cut you off, but this right here is what, because everyone is like a B, a bait stand and Beyonce oh my gosh you know and we really in this generation she is what Michael Jackson was to us and our parents yeah those were she is that because you see people crying and fainting and you know everything is like it's just the person I didn't get it until I did mm-hmm. this Coachella performance this is the first time I really you know I like uh, Beyonce's music it wasn't like you know whatever I didn't I knew she had some good music but when I watched this last year it opened my eyes because of the drum line because of the HBC band because I grew up in the band I grew up going to battle of the band so that just like that sound was like ingrained in me I'm like oh my god she's doing something totally different she's she's taking me back to my childhood and that's what got me into Beyonce you know what I'm saying not saying I'm a super fan now but now especially with behind the scenes and seeing her work ethic no one yeah. works like her. That's why she's at the top right now. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. You have, oh, yeah. You have people that put up a video on Instagram and they get a million likes and then they go to a concert and they can't perform because all they have is that one video. You know, this right. is a totally different thing. Beyonce works her butt off daily. It was you see behind the scenes. Even mm-hmm. if you don't like her music, you don't like her, you have to respect the work ethic. Just have Oh, definitely. She's not new. She's not new to this, the music business. Oh, she's no. She's been out 
when Des- she's been out about 20 years. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know, so, um, you know, the, you know, Prince, yes, Michael Jackson, sure. So they all have that same work ethic. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Although Michael and, of course, and Michael Jackson and, and Prince are moved, uh, have transitioned, they, they've moved on. Uh, they they passed away, but they again. If you look at how she works, she's very similar to Michael Jackson, Prince as well. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. So just to name two of them, and I'm just gonna plug this also that BTS, the K-pop band. Uh, oh, I I love them. I love them. <laughs> oh my gosh! Now, now they I, are so adorable. No, this is. I want to know ethic, who the choreographer is. Their work ethic is the same. Oh my you know, gosh. It's, it's it's that that you know it's they practice twelve over twelve hours a day. You know, I'm not familiar. I have to look them those, up. I'm not familiar. Those K-pop <laughs> those K-pop bands though, oh, I'm telling you, this, I knew yeah. um, I knew a, a guy. His name you guys probably know him because um, uh, his name is Justin Lyons. He played. Uh, do you guys know him? Because oh, I know that we're like yes, yes. Okay, awesome. look. I played yeah. with, um, I backed up, um, she came here, she comes to DC all the time and I back up um, Vivian Green a lot. Uh-huh. You know uh-huh. Vivian Green? Yeah. So, yeah. Um, and we, I used to, you know, I used to like be in the band to Who back her up. Name drop well, no, 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 uh-huh. I'm just saying, I'm just, no, that's, that's where I met Justin because Justin was her guitar player back then, you know, so like we played together, it was like our first time and I met him and I was like, yo, dude, he was incredible. Well, he landed a gig with a K-pop band called oh. Bang Bang, right? Oh, yes, and, yes. Yep, but, um, but yeah, so he, you know, it was just like that experience. Like he would talk about that experience being with like a, a K-pop band. I mean, they're they're like that. I mean, they. Yeah. I mean, they got what stadium? Like, they do. They feel stadium. Stadium. They, they sell, yeah. they, right in New York City, in Queens, where I'm, where I grew up. City Field is where the New York Mets play baseball. These young men, they don't play at Madison Square Garden. They played at City Field and they sold it out in 10 minutes. Recently? Last year, they sold it out in 10 minutes. I'm telling you, man. They go. Mm. They they can only play stadiums. That's like the Rolling Stones. They play stadiums. Yeah. Garden. But these young men, uh, they were recently a couple of weeks ago on SNL, and oh my gosh. Oh yeah, I saw that. I saw oh. that. I know. Okay, I'm gonna put this. I'm gonna put this. I'm gonna put this plug in for those who are listening. If nobody don't know what K-pop is, there is some Korean shows on Netflix, and I do watch them. Yes, I'm weird. They do have some um, deal with like K-pop um, groups and stuff like that and stuff like that. So if you want to like take a look mm-hmm. what that's about, there is some Korean shows. There is sub- it is subtitled. You're not going to understand the language. Yes, that's funny. But <laughs> yeah. they have to stay subtitled. So <laughs> to all the uh, listeners. But I'm telling you, know- you man, it's like it, that's an industry. That's like a that's like a manufactured industry Absolutely. that makes good money. Yeah, and and just watching them again, going back to Beyonce or you know mm-hmm. what their work ethic. I mean, their choreography, their vocals, their dancing, and that's what she does. And that's again yeah. what Michael did in Prince, just to name the people that had great choreography, vocals, musicianship. It takes a lot of work, and it's not overnight. Mm-hmm. 
is good everybody this is Sean Shorty Sean Marshall from Fret Sisters make sure you hit that follow button here on Anchor so you will get notified when our newest episode will be premiered I was comparing her work ethic from her past tours to to this one and before she had kids, she'd been like working nonstop, like making right. her workers nonstop. Like they can't even go to the bathroom unless she goes in the bathroom. That I don't, really? I don't, I don't remember hearing yeah. that. Yeah, but I don't know. About it was that. from her past tour, though. It was from her past tour. They had like behind the scenes on that on the pat on some of her past tours. Oh wow! And they was like doing dance rehearsals. They didn't have no barely no breaks, and it's like they were working nonstop. And then compared to the. The behind the scenes to homecoming, like, oh yeah, there is some break. She has some time. Okay, I need to take a break. I need to put my kids in bed. I need to do this. So mm-hmm. now she's just now putting her mom work into her work ethic as yeah. like, oh, I need to take a break and learning how to balance that between her work and being a mom. And being and a mom. Wife. Yeah. And, and, and a wife. Yeah. You know? And yes. another thing I can say about Beyonce is her branding and marketing is bar none the best that's out here right now. Yep, yep, <laughs> yes. 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 She is the only person that can drop a video, an album, and like have no promo, and it still gets to number one and stays there. Yep. yep. Well, <laughs> she's a brand. Yeah. She's a brand. And, um, you know, she's also an actress. She's been in yeah. a few movies. And good movies. And some of them are on Netflix, too. Just let you know that. <laughs> but the thing with Beyonce is this like a phenomenon that only happens like every era of the Beatles, Michael Prince, the Beyonce's, or is this something that other people can attain and achieve? You just yeah, yeah like it. I just mentioned, Probably. I, Michael Jackson, yeah. Michael Jackson's Thriller album was a phenomenon. It was right? Prince, yeah, broke the lot, broke that record too. Prince, unbelievable. Beyonce, mm-hmm. amazing. And there are others, of course, but even I mean, cur- like I said, currently right now, the biggest thing happening is BTS. They are big. Okay. They yeah. are big. They are I'll big. tell you, I'll tell you though, when you think about, when you compare, or when you think about like the icons and the greatest entertainers of all, and you, 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 you know, you have those choices, like, of course, Michael Jackson, Prince, even, you know, Whitney Houston, yeah. you know, like you talk about who, who is up there as far as legendary. And then you, 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 you look at Beyonce and you're like, well, is she the generations, you know, icon or yeah. is she all time? I think she's all time. Like, I think she's yes. up there with Michael Jackson and Prince and all the legends, all the icons. I mean, because she can, people can say, oh yeah, she's she's the she's the world entertainer of this generation. But I say of all time, because when just like somebody mentioned um, her con- her you know her concerts and just her work ethic and just her shows before Coachella and stuff, like you know I, I mean I'm not a big Beyonce fan, but you know I respect her grind and I only know her music from from playing in cover bands really but um but when i saw coachella when i saw the snippets of coachella i was like damn this this girl i'm telling you she is superwoman like i was like wow but then like after that when she did the um the tour you know the otr tour yeah and stuff yeah. and i was seeing snippets of that and i was like 
okay, that's it. This this lady is the greatest of all time. Like she is that that's she's it. An she's an entertainer made, for sure. She made yeah. her mark. She's pretty much in history. Yeah. She's she's pretty much there. Like already carved in stone that she is part of history. But I'm saying, like, go ahead, Karen. Oh no, I'm sorry. Remember this too, ladies. She's a woman. And she's the only woman in that category. There are no other women right now or in the past 20 years in her category. Madonna. We would have to Madonna 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 I I'd say is like Madonna was up there. I was gonna say, you know, but Madonna was the eighties. Right, and then you know I was thinking Janet Jackson, and then what? Well, Janet, well, Janet's yeah. great too. Janet, Janet had her time in the nineties, yeah. as far as women are concerned. Um, uh, Aretha Franklin, the sixties. That's what I'm 70s. saying. Everyone has their era, their big era. Person. Exactly, exactly. You know like for right now, it's Beyonce. Like you had right. the Monkees, you had the Beatles. That was the fifties and sixties. Moved into the seventies. Then you had what Hendrix, the eighties. Then you got the Michael, the yeah, Princess. The James Browns and all that, you know what I mean? Well, mm-hmm. like I said, you had the Beatles. I think the Beatles were in the mid sixties. Yeah. And and again, I have to say, what took over from them, although they don't write, are the are, is BTS. Look at their hair. Look at what they did. They're selling out the stadiums. I was li- reading a, a lady that was back, you know, went to uh, like the Beatles or, or was able to see the Beatles, and I think it was '64, and uh, she said, "Wow, this is a phenomenon because this is what." This is happening again. It's like the British invasion, but yeah. it's the Korean invasion. But back to Beyonce, amazing. Um, she's just a perfectionist, and and that's what mm-hmm. I see. She's a perfectionist at everything she does. It has to be perfect. I saw that in Michael Jackson. Now the difference with Beyonce is and Prince. Prince played all his instruments. I think he played exactly. an instrument. That's why he, he's a little higher to me because he has well, played. Well, see, he, he's different because he's a musician. Yeah. And a singer, uh-huh. and he did his choreography, and yeah. he wrote his music. Exactly. So that he was a one, he, you know, he did everything. Yeah. Whereas uh, Michael Jackson didn't write all of his music, but his choreography is unbelievable. I mean, he, you know, he was a, he was a, a genius, and I think Beyonce is a genius as well. Uh, Stevie mm-hmm. Wonder, another genius. Yeah. So Prince. So you have these people that, um, you know, they have their mark in time, and she, she's still, she's still doing it. And it's amazing. Mm-hmm. And it's been at least 20 years with her. I think she started probably in the early 90s when she was a mm-hmm. teenager with uh, Destiny's Child. But mm-hmm. yes, but one thing I do notice, like with all these people who are musical geniuses, where it's just like, you can't see them doing anything else. They were just born to entertain. They, mm-hmm. I I, I don't take this the wrong way, but they're a little off. They're a little to the left. And I don't mean that in a bad way. I mean, mm-hmm. they are so honed in. It's like you have your princess, your Michael, your Beatles. And they like her, she's very elusive. You don't know what's going on in her life. You don't know anything. The same with other people. They were very introverted on out the stage. You know what I mean? It's not on the stage, something like a switch comes on. They're a totally different person. All of them have that kind of little to the left kind of personality, if that makes sense. I, I think that she has it. I think they're driven and and just like Aretha Franklin said in, in an interview, she said that's what she's all she wants to do is sing mm-hmm. and perform. And she went for that. She didn't get the day job. You yeah. know, she sacrificed and whatever it took. And that's not only unique to musicians. That's other things, other uh, occupations oh, yeah. in life. Yeah. But I think it's, it's, you know, yeah, you have to have the talent, but 
you must be driven. You have to practice. It has to be relentless that you practice mm-hmm. day in and day out. You, people just don't walk out the house and they're just great. Even the best, they're practicing minimum of eight to 15 hours a day. But I think some people yes. do, have a, do have an advantage. Some well, people do have an advantage. Like, um, like Beyonce, she naturally has um, a stage presence. She, she naturally is musical. Prince, Michael, they had that. Some people have perfect pitch. Some people just hear music. And there's some people have to work at that, but they're still just as great. You know what I'm saying? Some people do have advantage, and that's not only with music, that's in everything. Like Tiger, he just like, like he came out with a golf club. You know what I mean? Yeah. But you know, do you notice that all these people we just mentioned, they're supported home. Their parents, Mm -hmm. their parents supported them. That's very true. That's very true. And exactly. And they were, uh, they were able to, to keep their studies in their school and, and play and practice relentlessly. I mean, you know, since they were children, they didn't come out at 25 years old and start. They were already when That's they were true. they were 5 and 6 years old, 7, 10. The foundation is important. Right. So so having a supportive family and uh Beyoncé's dad and mom, Michael Jackson, we already know about Joe Jackson and uh how he had those young boys just practice day in and day out. Uh, Prince practiced when he was a little boy. He learned, he taught himself 27 instruments. Yeah. At least 27, 26, 27. So that's, that's, and he would say that he would practice. He wouldn't even go to sleep. He wouldn't even eat. He would be in the studio for like two days without food, just practicing. So that, when you say, uh, uh, LaCole, about, you know, that dedication or that being a little to the left, that's just, oh my goodness, that's just, just in there. Just practicing, practicing until perfect, right? And, and don't even care about eating. Well, that's what I'm saying. Water. Everyone doesn't have. That's what I'm saying. It's a little to the left. Everyone doesn't have that. Even though they can be yeah. a good musician or a good, you know, I don't know, fruit stacker, whatever you want to be, right? Everyone you, doesn't right. have that in them to go like, I'm not going to eat until I get this. I'm not. Well, it's the, yeah. it's, it's a sacrifice. Yeah, it's yeah. A sacrifice. It's You're a sacrificing sacrifice. going out to play with the other kids. You're sacrificing going on vacation. You're in the house day in and day out, just practicing until perfect. And that's what it takes. And that goes back to any musician or any dancer or actress, actor, artist. You know, that's what um, it takes. The one thing that I I read about her Coachella performance was, um, was that pretty much she set the bar really high when it comes to putting on a Coachella performance because first of all what she was envisioning was HBCUs right 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 this this was her thing and she wanted to bring black culture you know pretty much out for this yeah in the main front yeah so um so a lot of i think like even i read that some people were saying no this is this isn't going to work like coachella is a different audience they're not going to understand and she's like they're going to understand yeah and they're going to accept it so the fact is is her working what six months prior to this just for Mm -hmm. a coachella show no other band did that like right. no other yeah. like, no. no other headliner headliner like okay yeah she's the first um you know black artist female artist to headline at Coachella but nobody whose headline has ever had anything huge like this right. so she pretty much like set the bar like really high for like 
people after. But listen, you know, you know you Jenny, can... you're right, Jenny. I mean, but Jenny, look at her budget. She has, she has the funds. She has the budget where yeah. other artists do not have. Access they don't have the budget for that. They don't because her between her and her husband combined are almost net worth of a billion dollars. Mm-hmm. All right, so she has the she has the the the, the capital to do it too. She but but you know, she's... go ahead, Jenny. Well, I'm just saying it's, you know, even if she had the money to like pay all these performers or whatever, you can still do something different. Like, it's not even that she like used like the whole stage and filled it up with people. It's just that she came out with, she like innovate, like the concept of what she did. Oh yeah. You know, that is different. You can come out with two, three people and have a, you know, something as huge as Beyonce. It's right. just being innovative, right? It's being different. So, I mean, look at, look at Baby Yeah, it's Shark. being different. Just be different. Now everyone's yeah. Baby Shark. It's like, you know what I mean? It is like what Solange was supposed to headline, or at least be one of the headliners for Coachella this year, but she backed out because she couldn't find the right band. And she's like, listen, I'm not going to do this unless I have the right band and the right people behind me. Right. And I think that's another thing. She has like, okay, my sister killed it last year. I'm not going to go out here halfway. Let me just mm-hmm. drop out. You know? And Solange yeah. has some really good music. Yeah. But exactly. She has some very, I like her music. Mm-hmm. But remember, you can have great music, but you have to have a phenomenal show. Yes. Yes. The, yes. It's all about the visual too. So, so mm-hmm. uh, Beyonce with the band, with the mark because I it took me back to when I would go to the Gramblin Morgan based football games. Um, the, the the black uh, you know their bands were amazing. Yes, uh, the the you know back in the day when I would go, my dad would take me, and the, the marching bands are of all the black colleges were just awesome. They're awesome. So she took that concept. It reminded me of um, a, a Spike Lee movie. Remember he did? Yeah, exactly. You know, movie uh, school days. School yes. days. School days. Right. That was about the HBCU colleges, yes. you know, and, uh, you know, pledging. Because remember, that was in her show, too. You know, she, she had, had stepping and everything. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, oh, okay. If we're talking about her show, like, the one thing that just blew my mind is her, the dance break that she had. <laughs> that dance break. Oh, the everybody man song. Yeah. yeah. Look, look, that to me is... <laughs> genius it's yeah. genius it's like you don't see much of that and it's like right now you see a lot of artists copying that now oh, like yeah. right ever since Coachella everybody's copying that where they have this little dance break but I didn't I've never really you know seen anything like to that like the choreography on that and well, the choreography overall was great but that part so powerful, man. I was just like, what? Oh, come on. <laughs> really? That was my favorite part. Yes. I, I, I saw that. That's what I'm saying. And I was like, I never wanted to go to Beyonce concert. I saw Coachella. I went to I went to the OTR. I went to the Oak Run uh, on the run tour two last year. Uh-huh. I was waiting. I was sitting on my hands since she came in that park. I was up. Oh, I was waiting for this. Oh my God. Yeah, get to- <laughs> I was waiting the whole show for her to do the dance break. I'm screaming, my yep. husband's like pulling on my shirt, like, please sit down, you're embarrassing me. Please, please sit down. Uh-huh. <laughs> I'm telling you, like, man. That... I tried to do that dance. I'm going to be honest. Oh, <laughs> I want to do it. <laughs> that, would like... my, that, would be, that would be my workout for the day. I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, 
I was like, you know, whoever like just said, oh yeah, like was that her idea? Like that's what I would have loved to see more in in the, the documentary. Yeah. Was was like who thought of that? Who thought of that dance break? Like oh yeah yeah, let me use this track. Yeah, let let's do this dance break that all mm -hmm. of a sudden like you're like surprising everybody. Like all of a sudden like everything calms down. You hear the music and then bam. You do this dance break, and it's like nuts. It's right. like over the top, beautiful, like shit. <laughs> you yeah. Know? Right, yeah. <laughs> and you yeah. know what I enjoyed that she reached back and she got you know Michelle and Kelly, and she brought her sister. Oh yeah, so right. that was her time to shine. And she's like, listen, I, I still wouldn't be here without these originals. Let me bring out Kelly and Michelle. We're gonna do our thing yep. too. You know what right. I mean? Just even do that to share some of her shine was awesome to me. She definitely puts on an amazing show. It's not just about the music. It's, yeah. the, it's about the show, the costumes. You know, yeah. of course she, you know, she dressed in the Egyptian style and Greek costume. Uh, the the bands, everything is. It was about the visual to me more than the vocals or, or her, yeah. her music. It was more about the music. And the choreography, of course, the costumes and the the bands, which were men and women playing violins and trumpets and saxophones and uh, the, the the drums. I mean, it, it was just amazing. So it was yeah. more visual. Where I can go, I've gone to an Adele concert, and she doesn't have any of that, and she sells out as well. But she, she just stands there. <laughs> she just yeah, but she can sing and she writes exactly. her own music. But she so has there's a, a different type her. of she's a different type of artist. She writes her music. She just stands. She uses she doesn't use all the electronics. The pianist is playing a, a grand piano. She's got a guitar player playing acoustic. So it's with her. It's not the visual. It's more about her vocals and what she wrote, what she writes her music. See, each artist mm -hmm. it, it's different. You know, it's it's now I know we're living in the the visual because that's what people pay to see more than anything. Yes. Uh, if you know, if you're gonna go to a concert where somebody's singing, well, that's more intimate, and you really you're in love with their vocals, like I did. Like I will say, I love Adele's music, and uh, you know, I wasn't looking for her to jump out of the sky or you know, a band. No, she just sat there and sang for two hours. It was amazing. Beyonce, different. She's singing, dancing. She has the visuals. She has the uh, amazing choreography. So that's more visual than it is about the music, and that's what mm -hmm. that's what I, my take on it. But for, for me, what the difference is, like from the Adele's, Beyonce's, and whoever, there are only three concerts that I've been to where it was over or that I left and I'm inspired to go create. I'm inspired to like, okay, this is possible. And like, I love what she said at the end of her, uh, end of this homecoming documentary. And she says, if my country ass can do it, anybody can do it. Yeah. And, yeah. And what it says is like we're elevating her like, oh my goodness, this is Beyonce. She's saying, like, listen, I'm just a country girl. I work my ass off. If mm -hmm. I can do it, you can do it. And that's what I think is missing. People put these people on a pedestal, like the Beyonce, the princess, and all these people. They don't know, like you say, they're working their tails off behind the scenes. Mm -hmm. You can do it too. And I think that's what you get from her concert. Like, hey, I don't care what you want to do or what you want to be. If I can do it, come on, let's do it. Mm -hmm. All of us are, are musicians. On average, we're probably in the studio no more than four hours, and of course, we practice at home. Their band, yeah. I, you know, their 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 her girl band, they were in the they were in the uh, studio 12, 15 hours a day, yeah, for mm -hmm. four days straight just for one show. Yeah, you know, so it it takes um, it takes time, and it's got to be perfect, no mess ups, 
everything has to be perfect. Well, my overall take on on just seeing this and and uh and actually like understanding like what she went through mm-hmm. as far as like being a mom, being an entertainer and being a singer, being a dancer, whatever in her vision was that it just goes to prove and I know Sean you can feel me on this yeah. that women who give birth like after like after you give birth to to baby or babies which I've done it three times you realize <laughs> how super how strong and and like you realize that you are superwoman like you are like I like when I first gave birth I was like oh my gosh I gave birth to a living thing mm-hmm. and here I am doing my thing you know I mean I like played until I gave birth and then but seriously like I could not for I would have to take like at least three or four weeks off where I see some of these women that give birth like seeing Beyonce give birth and then automatically go like a week later to yeah. like do stuff I'm telling you man if you've given birth you know what it takes like you know the toll it takes on your body and but yes. it makes you so much stronger I'm telling you and when I saw Beyonce and she was talking about her kids and giving birth and the babies and everything I was like girl <laughs> I'm with you <laughs> like yeah. like you've just proven that that we are strong like we are we'll like I mean I don't care what anybody says women are strong because we can give birth yeah. <laughs> I mean I'm sorry yeah. we produce yeah we produce you like, That's right. <laughs> she you know said, what I mean yeah she even said you know I, there was one part of her interview she almost mm-hmm. almost like doubted herself and she pushed herself she but she was like oh man this is gonna be so hard I just gave birth to twins you know the mm-hmm. weight getting back in shape she was like I, I gotta you know I gotta do this and it, it you could see from her expressions on her face like this is gonna be tough but I'm gonna mm-hmm. do it and but it was tough for her it wasn't easy it was hard work non-stop from what half a year oh yeah my God. pretty much and half and I and I and I feel that I think a lot of women that do give birth go through that all the time like we all go through that and we what all like self-doubt? can we do this self doubt i mean that's why there's like you know what do they call it post post traumatic yeah postpartum oh. depression and all that i mean some people really some women you know really do feel that i mean it's just but it goes to prove that you know you you fight through that those feelings you know i mean cuz once you give birth it's tough it is tough after you give birth i mean i don't know sure if you want to speak on it but i know that for me it was like wow the i mean the first time i gave birth i was like wow cuz i was always like yeah i can handle it like wow i had a great pregnancy <laughs> for all three of them but after birth my gosh it was like i mean i listened to you know like taking it to cardi b who had the baby and she talked about Right. Birth. You know, I feel that. I totally feel that because I had those same feelings. I thought I was a strong woman and I would be able to handle it, but after birth I was like, "Wow." Yeah, you Cardi. And- yeah, yeah, you're right cuz Cardi B said she was pregnant, she couldn't breathe and she couldn't sleep and she was in well, the studio. My, 
my um my my pregnancy went well though that's a thing it was after giving birth nobody tells you about after rebuilding nobody your yes. body rebuilding everything yeah. that's right right sure <laughs> it's a mess it's a mess you actually get to see your placenta well i can't even pronounce it placenta, placenta. <laughs> yeah <laughs> taken out of you and, and it was in, in a bucket I'm like, what the heck? That is that was inside of me. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. It's it's that. It's like if you give natural birth, which I she had a C-section. I guess Beyonce had a C-section. But oh, um, even even a C even a C-section is actually a C-section is worse from what I hear than giving natural birth. Natural birth, they cut you down there. They sometimes they'll cut you down there to open you yeah. up, and then yeah. you have, they sew you up and. Look, they sew you up and you're like walking for like a week with that shit. <laughs> and yeah. you got ice you got ice packs. Like ice packs, like because you're swollen down because you just gave birth. Yeah. Right. It felt like my Wuha was on fire. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. And, like, yeah. I mean I mean TMI, but I mean that's how it is. Nobody told me about like me having to go to the bathroom and stuff like that having to deal with that kind of stuff like they don't nobody tells you i'm like why doesn't any why isn't there anything out there that talks about the afterbirth everybody yeah. talks about you know pregnancy i'm well i didn't i didn't get sick you know i was it was fun fun times i maybe had the flu once which i never get sick but i was like i never had a problem but man afterwards ooh. <laughs> And just imagine going through all that stitches, swollen of ice, and then you have to dance the crazy in love. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> exactly. And I, and it's like, you know, I, I just feel like I'd be troubling all over my uterus, all over the place. <laughs> I'm not gonna do that. <laughs> you know, they don't that. Yeah, your body's about to fall out. You have to sing Who Run the World Girls. Like, listen, I don't want to be a girl right now. I just want to sit down. Yeah. Let me just right. relax. And, and when they showed, right. When she looked like when she they lost at least, at least 40 or 50 pounds. Oh, yeah, yeah. yeah. Her body was banging. I mean, her body yeah. was, she was tight. I mean, 40 or 50 pounds in six months? Yeah. Yeah. That's, yeah. that's weight. Yeah. That's a yeah. lot of weight. She was and losing, she was losing like 10 pounds a month, but but it's harder because she's, you know, she just gave birth to twins. So it's not yeah, like she to just jump right out and I'm going to the gym right away. You know, she had to heal. Yeah. And that's one of the things, another one of the quotes, like I love the quotes in between behind the scenes. Yeah. I, 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 really love wish, them. I really wish Stuff was more behind the scenes, but one of the quotes I really love that I say myself and I tell others to make it whatever. She was like, uh, I'm paraphrasing, but you have to see it before you see it. So I think even when she's doubting herself, even when she's, you know, healing and she doesn't want to be there, she has twins and she has the breastfeed, she's saying between takes. Right. You have to see it before you see it. She's already seen this full concert in her head. She's like, even though I'm doubting myself, I know I can do this because I've already seen it and it's going to happen. Right. That's how That's how you have to look at it. Yeah, yeah she's, she's amazing. I don't know. What's her next, uh, what is her next um, concert or movie? Oh, we I think she's oh. taking a break. Yeah, <laughs> she's probably taking a break because just that uh, the Coachella she has been on tour, so I think she's on break right now. Yeah, she's uh, probably she's probably working because she, you know, that homecoming she just inked the deal with Netflix, where they just bought uh, three more shows. Oh, I heard that. For twenty yep, million a piece, so I doubt she's sitting up there, you know, playing patty cake. She's probably right now 
moonwalking across the state somewhere or something. She's yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, I heard something. Well, I know she dropped an album like pretty much like the live album. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Um, pretty much the next day or or the same day. But I, I keep hearing about her dropping another album or something. Um, unless unless this is what they were talking about. Um, the, I think she'll she'll be dropping something else or. But I don't know. You know, Beyonce, you never know. Like she just yeah, you never it. know. <laughs> you don't know nothing until it comes out. I mean, yeah, mm-hmm. to be honest, I forgot she had twins until this documentary. Until I went to the concert. Oh, she did have no same year. <laughs> right. It's like you know when you when Janet Jackson was doing it. I was like, maybe she just had a baby at fifty. Yes, and she was back out. There. Yes, Karen, back out. There. Look. Yes. I was like, look. wow, Janet. <laughs> look at Jenny. She's like, look at. <laughs> Yeah, but I was thinking like women around that age, they usually don't be able to have kids anymore. But I think it's a, like a different era, especially with Janet Jackson being around 50 and she having, she's like pregnant and had a kid at her age. That's like, that's really a big blessing on that one. Because usually women around that age, they they can't have kids anymore. They'd be like on full menopause. Right. And she, Janet played Central Park. And uh, she didn't dance like she used to. Of course not. She had, the, you know, her dancers. But she was still out there, lost all the weight. She was all over that stage. I'm like, didn't she just have a baby? And yeah. she's 50. And she just had a baby yeah. like, uh, less, less than six months before the concert. I'm like, wow. You know? I know um, I know when you have um, babies older, like, I think, like, 40 plus, um, then there's a higher chance of um, autism for the babies so the doctors always check you know pretty much check you you know check check your stuff now now is it uh is beyonce at least 40 no no she's younger than me what is she mid-30s she's 37 she's 30 okay she's gonna be 38 this year yeah I don't I know why I thought young. she was 40 because she's been out so long. I just, yeah. I thought, you know, okay, yeah. so she's 30. Yeah, she started young. She started, she started yeah, pretty young. Right out of middle school, yeah. 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 I, lo- I mean, like this whole thing, if you're not inspired to do draw, I mean, whatever field you want to go into, this is inspirational to every to everyone. It shows sure. you like, you can, you pretty much just do it. If you, if it's something that you want to do, just stop talking about it and just do it. Work through the pain, work through the doubt and mm-hmm. just get it done. Yeah, Just keep yeah. going. Yep, that's pretty yeah. much it. Like it's gonna, it's gonna start, it's gonna start. Like it has to start ugly before it gets pretty. That's what exactly. it's kind of like. Yeah, 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 yeah. And she so said, that's "Shorn, you're right." She said, "That's the problem with people. People don't want to rehearse. They don't want to go through the ugly parts." That's right. She did say that. Yeah. Yeah, because people can get that. discouraged or tired or you know, fail, you know, you got to work through failure. That's how you know about success. What's good? This is LaCole Rose from Fret Sisters. Please don't forget to follow us on IG at Fret Sisters. You can also follow us on Facebook at Fret Sisters 1. And if you'd like to be featured in a podcast or simply have any questions, you can email us at fretsistersmusic at gmail.com. And as always, thank you for listening. After watching this, has you all's opinion changed about Beyonce? No, no. Okay. I, no, I've, I've been 
I've been following her since I think the 90s and I've watched her evolve and uh, I, I think she's amazing and I, I'm still a fan so I've never been to any of her concerts however but her costume is expensive her, her concerts are expensive yes oh wow yeah to me to me I um I've never really you know I'm I've never really been into Beyonce but I've always enjoyed watching her like if she's on an award show or like you know just like pop culture like I follow her follow her through pop culture so Mm -hmm. I've always been like yeah all right that's cool you know I've always liked that so so for me my opinion is that I just know that she's gonna she's like that type of person like she's one of the greatest out there she is like, just my my mindset um i think the way that she's approaching things now like i want to find out more like you know how does she own the footage from coachella like what was the deal there and and what's the deal like how she's doing this with netflix you know like all that all that business executive type decision type stuff like you know she's a good businesswoman too yeah you know that 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 to me like i think back like i'm a big fan of i love lucy sorry so am i (laughs) and i watch it all the time but and so i read i read about those two because they were like they were like beyonce in the sitcom era you know or that kind of thing because they were innovators even though some people even though there were some, you know, comedians or sitcoms, I guess, back in that day that did like the the two, three, four cameras studios, they were really the first to come out with all that. Uh-huh. And Desi Arnaz, um, he made sure that he owned that film. Sure. So th- that's why you see this stuff now. And that's why it's still perfect. Because mm-hmm. it was the way that he had it shot. He had it shot in real film. So, like, I think about that with Beyonce. It was like, okay, she did this Coachella thing. Like, even before she decided the HBCU, she was like, this is, you know, I want to make sure I own this footage, whether right. she owns it or not. Or, you know, mm-hmm. because she could take it and sell it to Netflix. You know what she I mean? Did. So, she right? did. She did. So, she has the documentary of her concerts. Netflix yeah. Netflix is paying her millions. Millions. Yeah, so so it's just like those are those are business decisions that have exactly. to be made before, like like years not years before, but I'm sure after she couldn't do Coachella the year before that she was planning already. That year she was like, I want to own the footage. I want to find out how I can do this. How much do I have to pay? How much is this going to cost? Like everything. Like, damn girl. <laughs> I mean, nowadays you have to. You see, if you see that um, post is going around about, um, you know, Apple, Tidal, Spotify, all this stuff, how, how much people actually get paid per play, you have to be mm-hmm. a business person because you're getting like a penny per play. I mean, you have to get a million, even with a million streams, you may only get $10,000 from that million. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? People, mm-hmm. these musicians, musicians, artists are getting robbed. So you have to have that business mind. And that's what sure. yeah. said. I want to know how her mind works. How she yes, I you know do, I mean? man. Yeah, I do. I was hoping that would be, you know, I can understand why she didn't do this. This was more about the concert, which is fine. It was good to see it in nice, good quality and stuff. But, um, but man, I would love to see the behind the scenes and see her my, her thought process and even like the process of putting a show like that together. That's amazing. That stuff is really interesting to me. 
hey, well, she was um, some more, so you never know. Yeah, Sorry, but you know, Sarah. her and her husband, uh, Jay Z, they're business people, and they know how you know with contracts and how to own, have ownership of your masters, your publishing. See, that's key to to keep everything, so you you don't have to split it with other companies or other people. So they own her. There's you know they own that footage. And uh, that's why she's able to use it for the documentary. And plus with Netflix, I mean, she's, you know, th- both of them are smart business people. It's, it's their brand. Yes, she's an artist, mm-hmm. but she's a brand. Mm-hmm. Yes, yeah. she's a brand. Yeah, yeah. That's something that I want to learn. I'm really getting into branding and marketing right now. Oh, yeah. I, I'm loving studying this. Like, how do some people get to this level and some don't? They can be just as talented, but they don't quite get the leg up and so brandy you know um, go ahead well you should read just with you saying that Nicole about um the branding and stuff um you should read about it's an old article I'll try to look for it but it's an article about how um Kelly Clarkson rebranded herself because she was the winner of American Idol right and so I was looking up like how she rebranded herself because she was an American Idol winner but kind of get away from that and be like her own artist mm-hmm. and she hired a PR firm mm-hmm. um, a well-known PR firm I think called the firm um, to brand her differently and the way that they actually did that to like not really strike out that she was an American Idol winner but more like making her her own artist which oh, wow. I mean if you look at her career the way I mean that one album that just kind of made charts you know yeah. that pretty mm-hmm. much top the charts and pretty much made her her own person the same with Carrie Underwood Carrie Underwood like I would love to have that with Beyonce like who's your who's your publicist who's your PR person who's your creative person like who's coming up with these I'm sure she's coming up with these ideas but these artists don't just come up with these they need somebody a creative strategist you know they have a team they have their legal team their PR team they have a team that work with them and uh, and that's how they do it. And you know they 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 make business deals. Like recently, I I believe I heard a rumor that it's a rumor that Beyonce turned down a deal with a sneaker company. Yeah. But that's what I heard. But I'm like I don't know because it, no, she they did. Said, she did, Karen. All right, she did. So she was did? it? So yeah. a sneaker company. She turned it down. I I rumor allegedly it yeah. was I have to say allegedly yeah. um, because of uh, they, they lacked diversity yeah, yeah that's, and that's, that's, that's what I heard I hear from her I, allegedly yeah that's alleged. Yeah. alleged but the thing is if you look at Beyonce even with this documentary and even with her formation she's very into her culture so I mean it could be a lie it could be something that's you know a lie that could be possible because she's so into her culture that she wants more diversity that she did leave so, like you say, it is alleged, but, you know, if you look at her Instagram now, she's with a company that she's, you know, supporting. And I think it's different than the one that she was going to be. But, but be where wrong. do we, yeah, but where do we get that rumor from? Because I've never heard, I've never read it or heard her say that. No, it was, it was in some kind of news article, but you know, you really can't trust, you know. Yeah, you can't, right. Because, you I, know, you know, first of all, to me, that doesn't sound like her. I don't know. I don't. Like I don't know. I don't. I don't know what she would say or wouldn't say. All I know is, yeah, who run the world, girls? That's all I know about right. right. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. But yeah, Karen, wow. Yeah, yeah, like you say, it's all alleged. But yeah, I mean, I, you know, I, I, unless she says it herself, yeah. I don't believe it. 
I don't, I don't, yeah. I don't see her. Well, yeah, that. yeah. It just yeah. doesn't sound like her, you know, to, to say, well, you know, to even put that, you know, she didn't do a, a press conference or she didn't tweet about it. It just, it just, again, I, that, that's a rumor. I don't believe it until she says it. But the thing is with Beyonce, she's never going to say anything. That's the part yeah, of her, loop, her, loop, her being the loop and being, you know, people wanted to know this, then the third. I mean, just look at this. We just saw her twins. She had them, what, a year and a half ago? Well, oh, she did have babies. You know, we didn't even know what they Yeah, yeah, we all forget. <laughs> we all forgot. Well, you know, I, mean, the I think that I think children with these celebrities, that's, the, you know, they don't, they shouldn't have to, uh, take pictures and, and oh, videos no, with their but, children. Yeah. You know, no, no. I, I don't think that's that's appropriate. I'm not I think, saying you know, that. What I'm saying, yeah, I, what I'm saying I is, think you just, I think you just have to keep those private moments with your sure, children private. Sure, sure. Yeah. Absolutely. Because it's, it's, it's completely nobody's business the, what are they doing outside the stage unless it's their permission. But I think it's really like a moment, like special moments like that with your children. I think I should like we should like they should keep that private. They should, mm -hmm. you know. I mean, yeah. Now, now that's a documentary that's different. But even Pink, she doesn't uh, do videos with her kids. She doesn't um, anymore. Not anymore. She doesn't anymore. anymore. Yep. Yeah. Because of what? Because of what happened with her last post, and she did speak on that. She spoke on this on the Ellen Show. She, was, yep. she said she loves posting her kids. She will always post them. There's one pic that I like that she took down and had she had an issue with some of her uh, fans, maybe not her fans, talking about that pic. And she said she would never post her children again. But, I mean, that's that's what's going to happen if you post anything on social media. You're yeah, going to get that. You're going to get it. So if you're going to do it, you know that's what you're going to get. Yeah, you, exactly. You get good or bad. So so it just depends. You know, Pink decides. Oh, I'm not going to do it anymore because I don't like it. Do any of you play any Beyonce songs or have you played them in gigs or anything? I play so much Beyonce. Okay. <laughs> Every band I play in that wants to do a Beyonce song. Oh, wow. I play what's, Beyonce. What's the main one you think that you have to learn? Or... I mean, I mean, I, I've learned, I think I've learned uh crazy in love i mean like from a song from each album oh wow um now mm -hmm. my current rock band we don't play it but when i do acoustic i do an acoustic love on top okay. because of course i love it right but, um, yeah. but but i don't i don't do any of her recent stuff only because um i think a lot well the bands that i play in are more r&b jazz so they hit most of her older stuff because it's more musical you know mm -hmm. the love on top acoustic i love because it, it's my own little arrangement that I did. Oh, yeah, so. yeah. But, yeah, um, I'm, but yeah. I'm actually, I'm actually playing it tomorrow. I have a, a festival to play and um, we do an arrangement with the Crazy in Love because that was a popular one. Single Ladies, Crazy yeah. in Love. It's a few years old, but you know, that's dance music and I'm playing Crazy in Love, but we we mix that with our arrangements with Crazy in Love and Crazy with uh, by uh, with CeeLo Green. So we mix yeah. those two together. And, uh, you know, but every R&B band or wedding band or corporate band I play with, yeah, there's always at least one I played Love on Top a couple of weeks ago. Yeah, they, I, I do at least one or two Beyonce songs and they're fun to play. Well, so I did, uh, I did a video, um, I Care. I was just messing around oh, with it. Yeah, I forgot about that song. <laughs> I was messing around with that. And the only I did uh Dangerously in Love. I was actually was teaching somebody. How oh to play wow. That that's that's a song that I haven't played in ages. But yeah, mm -hmm. like those though that era of her music, I think, was more 
melodic. I don't know. It just seemed, yeah, more melodic, more musical. I mean, I, I, you know, again, I don't really listen to any of her stuff. I only know it from, you know, bands are like, yeah, you got to learn this, you know. <laughs> um, like, I'm sure everybody's going to take her, um, her Frankie Beverly and Mays arrangement now. <laughs> you, you know, What did you say? Yeah. There's a there's a uh, challenge of her song on IG right now. It's the Beyonce challenge of that Frankie Beverly. Mm-hmm. So everybody has a, a song, a dance or something. Are you and they're all, oh, really? Yes. Everybody yeah. doing dance numbers with that right now. Yeah, yeah for real. It's a challenge. Oh, that's IG. awesome. Yeah. That's awesome. That's great. I, I wasn't going to think about doing a, a guitar challenge with that song. Is that, uh, what's that, well, that part might be the next challenge? It should be. But <laughs> I, no, hey, I know. Yeah, but, I know that. I know the Frankie Bevel. I mean, yeah. every guitarist knows Frankie yeah. Bevel. Yeah. What, wait a minute. What's this? What's you know? I'm in. I, I may have played. What's the song that she? I, I have not seen it. It's um you know? before I let go. Oh, I, I play. Everybody plays that, and you know, it's not one of my favorite songs. But no, they mix it's it over, with. Um, it's just played so much, and I go, okay, I need to do something else. But they, they mix it song. with um. What's what do they mix it with? What does she mix it with? Some think, old funk song. Think, that's, yeah. Um, Yeah, that's 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 that's
she wrote some of her music. She was a choreographer. Yeah, anyway, she wrote she was, most. She, she wrote was a most dancer and choreographer. I think but she, she wrote, was. That's what I said earlier. She was the. She wrote a lot of her music, and she had the. Yeah, she wrote she had all the her music. Vogue, and then she had the like the documentary of her, like those that was black and white. Remember, she was yeah. an actress. Yeah. So she she did a lot from like eighty two, and she's still popping at sixty, sixty one, sixty two. At sixty something yeah. years, and she's in great shape. She has. Yeah, great. she do not look her age at all. You no. gotta. Get, you know yeah. who else? You gotta give it to her. You know who else looks phenomenal is J-Lo. Jenny from the block from the oh, 50. She's 50. Oh my, God. My, oh. my girl crush. She's my girl crush. <laughs> Listen, I, 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 my, I look, she is my, she's, 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 she's my, she's a dancer, uh, choreographer, actress. Uh, oh, she writes I love music. Her. She sings. She does and everything. She's, she's Latina. And she's Latina. Yeah, <laughs> get it. She has a Latina in there. <laughs> yeah. shout. Her, shout out to my Latina community. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> she's another yeah. one I admire. That 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 drive, the zeal. Yeah. Practice all the time. And Jennifer Lopez, like I said, she's she does a movie or she's in TV every year. And uh-huh. she's dancing. She's a she did she choreograph? Oh no, that was another one. I was gonna say Janet Jackson, but that was uh, nope, the other Paul Abdul. That's Paul Abdul. Right. You know, and they're going to do a reboot of In Living Color, and that's where she came from. She was one of the. Yay! Yay! Oh, wow. Yeah, I was going to say that, but I was like, thank you. Someone else said it. I was like, oh, I don't want to hold this too long. Right. She's another one. There's a lot of women in the business in every decade we can admire and pay homage to, but definitely Beyonce. Um, Jennifer Lopez, Madonna, Aretha Franklin, Tina mm-hmm. Turner, Janet Jackson. We can go on. There's so Gosh, many. Gosh, there's so many. There's a lot of women we could pay homage to that were forgotten or, um, you know, we don't talk about, but we have the you know, ones that are really great and the ones that were great in their time. Right now, uh, Beyonce owns, she owns it all. Again, so does JLo, but in a different way. No, JLo's uh, not up there with Beyonce. Not in my opinion. <laughs> Not in my opinion. I don't. Well, I mean, see, but see, they're two different. They do. They do two different things. Don't. I'm gonna say, don't sleep on Jennifer Lopez. I'm not she's sleeping good. over. I mean, she she does what she does. Yeah, but she, but see, Beyonce is a performer. Where so is JLo is behind. JLo's behind the scenes. I mean, JLo's she, performer. She had a residency in Vegas for years. That that girl performs her tail off. Right, but I but yeah. see, but she she also does a. She's behind the scenes producing. So you may not see her in, on, on tour, on a concert. No, she's in a movie every year. She's producing. She's writing. So just check out. I mean, it's, it's a I mean, different. It's a different capacity. It's, I I mean, I understand where Nicole's coming from, though, because I feel like yeah, J Lo is up there. But when you talk about the world, like I like I'm going back to the world entertainers, yeah. the, oh, okay. the, the world one that made a mark. Yeah. I mean, when you talk about icons, like Jennifer Lopez is almost there, but I feel like Beyonce is up there with like the icons. She is. Like when you see oh, yeah. the list, when you see the list of who, like the historic icons, you know, uh-huh. I think Beyonce fits there. I mean, I'm not trying to be like, you know, oh, I'm, you know, Beyonce, like let's bow down to her. I'm just saying, what she's done yeah yeah she's 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 definitely an icon Um, i mean definitely definitely like madonna madonna's i think would fit in that in that category j-lo i feel like i feel like yeah she's 
she's done a lot and yeah she's got a resume like and her her accomplishments definitely are big but I don't see her yet in that category uh you know like you can't put anybody in the same room with Michael Jackson who was internationally amazing uh, we can't let's go back to the Beatles if you read up on them what they did with the first British invasion their music is still being sold and half of them are gone mm-hmm. You know they're they're still yeah. you know and you're saying and you're saying yesterday and um you know crazy and love and then you have Jenny from the block something in there doesn't fit I'm not yeah I'm not, well no I, I said again I'm saying a different capacity totally yeah. different she's yeah not, different. she's not Beyonce the entertainer she is an actress well, a choreographer see she's the one you hired to do your choreography yeah yeah Beyonce's, I mean I, Beyonce is the brand. She's the act. She's the act. Where yeah. for Lopez was a dancer. She was a dancer. Dancer first. She wasn't. She's not even a singer. So Madonna's not a singer either. Madonna no, not. was a dancer. She's not a singer. Neither is Janet Jackson. They're not singers. They're, they're, they're entertainers. Not. That's what I'm Beyonce's saying. That's the difference. A singer. That's the difference. There's a difference. Beyonce's a singer. Just like you know what? Did you girls ever see um, this interview with uh, Aretha Franklin? They asked her. The, he, he asked her, "What do you think about?" Uh, yeah, I saw Adele. that. I saw that. Yeah, yeah she's oh, Adele, great singer, nice person, great writer. What do you mm. think of Janet? Oh, great entertainer. What great? You know, she, she no, knows how to she break did. everything down. Well, well, Janet is Janet Jackson. She's from that brand. She's from the. But Janet, I don't think she's a great actress. But she's she's in movies and she's on TV. I but she's a great entertainer more than a vocalist. That's that's trying to compare a great singer to somebody that's an, you can't compare. Uh, Beyonce's also a, a great singer. She's a great vocalist. Uh, J Lo can't sing, not in my opinion. I mean, she could waiting for tonight. You know, I mean, she can do a little pop stuff. But but that's not what she's. That's not her forte. Her forte is dancing and being a yeah. choreographer. That's right. That's what she does. But see, like, that I, I feel you on that, Karen. Like, one of my top favorite people in the world, I've seen her twice. She was actually my first concert I ever went to was Tina Turner. She's an entertainer. Oh. There's up oh stadiums. My. She's not the best singer, but you can't tell. There's not one person. She'd get up there with Beyonce in her prime and take the spotlight from her. That's, she's a good entertainer. Tina Turner again. We're going back to the '60s, and that was a different she time. She knows. She's socially. She still popping I mean, thousands. Early yeah, you know, 2000s. I mean, <laughs> but let's look at Cher, for instance. Cher's on Broadway again. Cher's what? Almost eighty. No, she's oh, like Jesus. No, she's seventy-two. I think seventy-two. Oh, okay. eighty. I'm like. Oh my well, god. I'm like. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm sorry. You know what I'm thinking about Barbara Streisand. No, Bar- no, listen, Barbara's my girl. You got Barbara Streisand, Cher, and Bette Miller. They're all 72, 73 around in there. Okay. Those and are so it's Tina Turner up there in the 70s. Okay. Tina Turner's okay. 81. Okay. What? Yeah. Yep. Somewhere around <laughs> and, you, oh. and she looks great. Yeah. <laughs> oh my goodness. Damn. <laughs> I'm not cracking. Can I have that potion, whatever they use? <laughs> exactly, Sean. Exactly. Yeah, Tina Turner's right. an icon as well. Tina Turner. Yeah, an oh, icon. she's an icon. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah Aretha I, Franklin. I uh, Aretha Franklin. Yeah, icon. Is an icon. Okay. I think, like, you know, again, again, like Prince, you know, Michael Jackson, I pretty much see them as like the the top, like the top entertainers. I feel like Beyonce 
could fit in that could okay. could be could be part of that you know because some people are like well you know they don't belong in that space but i feel like beyonce can belong you know okay. can i think fit she belongs in, that space. in the top three top five yeah at least top five yeah well i feel like i said uh for me my top one as an icon was Jimi hendrix okay all right yeah uh, I, you know, again, he was the '60s, and he only lived in fame for three years. People think he had a long history. He didn't. He was only he out, was, out was for he three years. Twenty-seven, Karen. Was he, he died? One, yeah, nine, he was in the remember twenty-seven club. Yeah, yeah club. but he was only out for a few years. Pretty much like the Doors, um, uh, Morrison, and uh, Janis Joplin, and now we have, of course, um, the young lady House. that. I, I was gonna say Amy Winehouse. Yeah, but I'm, I mean, I'm a good oh, and Kurt player, Cobain. So. Don't remember, don't forget. He Kurt was 27. Cobain. Kurt Cobain too. as well. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, no, well, my number one. I, you know, when I was young, I mean, you know, he was gone. But um, what he did for guitar players and to be a man of color, to be black, to play. It, when you when you hear Jimi Hendrix, you don't say, okay, that's I'm gonna listen to rock. No, it's, it, his his brand is Hendrix. It's his music is Hendrix music. It's not rock. It's mm-hmm. not you know. It's blues. It's rock. It's everything. So he's like I've... my number one. I think uh, second for me would be uh, Michael Jackson, uh, and and then Prince, and then uh, Glenn Campbell, um, one of my favorite guitar players as a kid. Um, the country music. I think, I, I think it's you know, I mean, like for me, like Jimi Hendrix and stuff. He's to me, he he falls in a guitar. Yeah, he's a guitar, guitar idol. idol. Yeah, yeah, the guitar idol kind of like. But but he was but he was an entertainer as well. I mean, I don't know. I wasn't I wasn't around when he was around. No, you know I wasn't I mean? either. Like, so yeah, like I, mean, I didn't. I, I mean, I know, like, as far as innovator, you know, as far as a guitarist and stuff. But when you, but we're, but we're, we're like talking about, like, the all-time entertainer. That's you know what I mean? Time. Like, so we, well, hey, that's her. Well, time. yeah, that's fine. That's fine. I mean, no, I'm well, not I, trying, I, I, it's not wrong. Yeah, I, um, another uh, iconic uh, group that I find that are great writers were the Beatles, McCartney and Lennon. See, I don't like the Beatles at all. I have, I well, have, I don't like the Beatles. I, I love their their songwriting is great. Uh, they were overrated to me. I'm like, what is the deal with this? Why is everyone screaming in Phaeton? They sound, what's the deal? <laughs> but hey, I mean, everyone, everyone likes what they like. You know what, you know what though, though, Nicole, um, you should listen, though, I know like they, they, they have hits like back in the 50s or 60s. I don't know when they started. I think they started like, in the 60s. But if you, if you go to their um, later years where they did drugs, <laughs> I guess the drugs, I think it was like the 70s, um, in the experimental years, listen to Abbey Road and the White Album. Yeah. They, to me, those are the best. That's the best music. That's where, like, I think Blackbird came out of that. Yep. Helter Skelter. Um, listen, Abbey work, Road. I oh my the, God. the song I yesterday. Love the Beatles. I worked with someone who loved Well, the yesterday Beatles. was old. Yesterday, right? Old. But. You know, Eleanor I'm Rigby. Talking, I'm talking about oh, the, I'm, those are old. Those are old. I'm right. I'm asking I'm telling Nicole um to listen to those more when they were like, you know, more like in the mainstream. Right. I yeah. mean they were in the mainstream back then, but like when their stuff was more I don't know, like the White Album and Abbey Road, they were like yeah. Yeah. their music, like the songwriting is 
They're like, amazing. They're so amazing. Cool. I mean, their songwriting is amazing before, but I'm saying more like, I think you would probably no, Jenny, listen, feel I want more. You, I want you to hear me. I worked with someone who loved the Beatles. It was like a young black guy I worked with, which you wouldn't think he looked like, you know, hip hop and ever. He'd come in with a Beatles show, like Beatles. He's like, oh my, you don't know what the Beatles? Oh my goodness. So he he let me borrow. I, I mean, he looks, he looked. He Did looked you like hear he, the White Album? Yes, he gave me every album, everything, every and and was an anthology. Wrote everything down. He listened to it. Mm-hmm. Listen to everything. I spent a whole month immersed in the Beatles. I brought everything back, and I said, "Man, this is trash." <laughs> okay. Okay. I'm well, telling you, the the songs from the White Album. You got great. um, you great. got Birthday, Sexy Sadie, Helter Skelter. I mean, those those songs. I've heard I think all of it. I think I can't, I'm I can't like get into their sound. I can't. I can't get into. I shouldn't say it's trash. I mean, to me, I don't like. It. I can't get into their sound. Their voices. I don't care how good the lyrics are. Their voices I mean, I, and their sound. I can't get past it. Then I feel like those two albums are the ones that are most current to like the younger generation. Like people just saying with, their name. I'm always. Going, yeah. I'm almost like in REM sleep. I'm like rolling back. Mm. And I'm like, oh, this is always boring. Oh, I can't. Yeah. No, it's <laughs> it's can't. cool. I, I understand. <laughs> Uh, but I'm just like, wow, really? Yeah. I mean, Come Together came from Abby Yeah, Rose. that's a that's a great um, song. Here um, comes here comes here comes the here sun. comes the sun. I play here. Comes I want sun. you. I that's want you. She's song. so heavy. I want you. She's so heavy. It's like, so no, good. Oh, I, darling. Oh, man. I know, oh, I know the song. Like that stuff. Oh, my gosh. I know the Those... song. And if someone, when someone else covers them or does them, I'm like, oh, I like that. What is that? They're like, this is the Beatles. I'm like, oh, yep. I like your version better. Like I can't listen to the Beatles. <laughs> I can't. That's that's Beatles. cool though. Wow. <laughs> Yeah, well, I think I think they I think they are I think that's my opinion I think they were great songwriters. Um, oh, they were. It, I, you don't have to like their music. I just respect their. You got to respect their songwriting. They they millions of people wouldn't like love them, and they wouldn't sustain what fifty years, at least fifty years, and people still play their music. How hard is it to? How how good do you have to be for after fifty years people still playing your music? I'm not doubting. My thing is if like Sarah Bonds and all these people that do the covers, I like that. I like them doing it. I cannot get into the Beatles. You know what I'm saying? Oh, like they're shock- Okay. Yeah. I mean, I don't. Yeah, Shaka Khan, Adele, all the even Beyonce covers the Beatles. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. I don't like the Beatles. The song, baby. Uh, yeah, leave her alone. She doesn't like the Beatles. Yeah. <laughs> Beyonce. Sean, do you play any Beyonce tunes? Um, I did a video on, on Instagram with I Care. And and, and, and yeah, I talked to Yeah. Okay, and Nicole, what, what Beyonce tunes do you play? What's I your favorite? I don't play any Beyonce. I, I more I sing Beyonce. I don't play anything. I sing her song. Oh, you okay, you sing. Yeah, her, I don't play Beyonce. I have, I don't want to sit down and like, ooh, let me figure out the Beyonce <laughs> song, but I will sing it. Like I'll sing Okay. Her. Yeah. All, All right. right, so, so anyways, <laughs> anyways, um, so let's conclude our talk about Beyonce. But I mean, seriously, this this 
pretty much the fact that talking about Beyonce was just amazing because it's basically the love of music, you know, yes. the what she right. loved in her documentary to what kind of gave that to us, you know. So mm -hmm. um, we learned a lot from this. Let's conclude, right? Okay, yeah. so um, so you know we'll we'll definitely do some more talks about this because I think you know this is an ongoing topic about women mm -hmm. making a difference about the Beatles <laughs> versus, <laughs> you know, versus Jimi yeah. Hendrix, and um, but um, but yeah, so um, you know just go ahead and and see what what everybody has going on if if you all can like say how we can, how we can follow you. You know, let everybody know where we can follow you. I'll start first. Um, I'm Jenny Jam with a G, G-E-N-N-Y. And you can hit me up on Instagram, Jenny Jam, G-E-N-N-Y-J-A-M. And you can get on my YouTube too. I have a lot of videos. Um, I do Blackbird. Boo. <laughs> right? Yes, that's right. <laughs> you do. Yes. <laughs> Look, that's going to be our ongoing joke. We're going to talk about the Beatles. And, and, and Jenny, let me just say this. To make this whole mad. Do you know? Do you know Blackbird? The idea of it. They oh Fox. They took J.S. Fox. This is McCartney talking. He took uh, Beret that I played that too. Beret by J.S. Fox, okay. and he and he was listening to that. As for to to write Blackbird, you know what, Karen? I love the Beatles. I love. <laughs> <laughs> All right. No, no. Just, <laughs> no, no. So, Sean, so Sean, Sean, tell us where we can follow you. Yeah, Sean. Yeah, we can follow you. Um, you can find me on IG, um, Sean Music Official, and also follow me on my Facebook page, Sean Music, and my YouTube, um, is Mickey Nine Twenty Six Eighty Five. And Ooh. yes, and and stay tuned. The uh, the music video will be released next week. Yay! Yay! Nice. Nicole, what about you? Uh, you can reach me at Nicole Row Music on IG. And as a lover of the Beatles, you will see all of their music on there. <laughs> all right. <laughs> and what about you, Karen? At, right now, I'm on Facebook and IG, Karen Smith, at uh, on Instagram as well as Facebook right now. All right. I, uh, I play with Solify. I, I play, <laughs> I play what with Solify. What is that? Wait, say it. I said, I, I, play with I, was like, I, was, I was gonna say, I also did Blackbird too. Thank you, Jen, for the tabs. <laughs> yeah. uh, right, I play Blackbird on acoustic guitar. Yes. <laughs> I'm telling you, man. And here, and here comes the sun. And here comes, I have that tabbed out too. So, that was great too, yeah. <laughs> anyways, all right, so cool. All right, so, um, so be sure to um, hit us up on Fret Sisters. That's at Fret Sisters on IG and at Fret Sisters One on Facebook. Um, give us a comment. You know, talk to us. We'll be happy to talk to you. Hit us up on our um, social media. And uh, yeah, let's have a good time and drink and, it. Awesome. and listen to <laughs> look. And come together, to everybody. Just come together. <laughs> come together. Right. Look, I'm gonna, I'm gonna say. If anybody I'm... needs to chart, I got it charted in G. <laughs> yeah, G minor. I have it charted in E minor. I played it <laughs> yeah. E minor. Look, look, Nicole. Come yes. together, Michael Jackson version. That's what I play I with it. my band. I yeah. Okay. All right. There you go. All right. That That's it. <laughs> Bye, everyone. Bye, y'all. Bye. Bye.
Hi, this is Karen Smith, one of the founders of the online community for ladies who play stringed instruments, as well as women in the music industry, Fret Sisters. We host a weekly podcast on Anchor. If interested in interview, contact us through Facebook at Fret Sisters and send us your videos on Instagram or YouTube. We look forward to hearing from you.